Miracy. Hi, I'm Danny Eney, executive producer of Making It, and today we're going to depart from our regular routine to share a different kind of episode. You listen to Making It because you want to learn from and be inspired by successful entrepreneurs. That's why I thought you might be interested in a brand new show that just launched on the Miracy FM podcast network. It's called Once Upon a Business, and it's hosted by my good friend and colleague, Lisa Bloom, the story coach. In Once Upon a Business, Lisa reaches into fairy, folk, and traditional stories and pulls out lessons that you can apply to your entrepreneurial and business growth. To give you a taste of it, I'm running an episode from that show right here in the Making It feed. I chose this particular episode because it speaks so perfectly to entrepreneurial vision, to reaching just beyond what's possible to build something magical. Enjoy. In the wintertime, when deep snow lay on the ground, a poor boy was forced to go out on a sledge to fetch wood. When he had gathered it together and packed it, he wished, as he was so frozen with cold, not to go home at once, but to light a fire and warm himself a little. So he scraped away the snow, and as he was thus clearing the ground, he found a tiny golden key. Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, the Story Coach, and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. Each episode, we're going to explore a story, a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. And as he was thus clearing the ground, he found a tiny golden key. Hereupon he thought that where the key was, the lock must be also, and dug in the ground and found an iron chest. If the key does but fit it, thought he, no doubt there are precious things in that little box. He searched, but no keyhole was there. At last he discovered one, but so small that it was hardly visible. He tried it, and the key fitted it exactly. Then he turned it once round, and now we must wait until he has quite unlocked it and opened the lid, and then we shall learn what wonderful things were lying in that box. So when I think about the golden key, the most obvious lesson from the story speaks perhaps to the idea of curiosity and in a sense tenacity, you know, this curiosity about what is this key and where could it possibly lead? And the tenacity of, I'll find this tiny, tiny key. I'm going to find where it fits. So he'll find the key. And, and yes, we need to be patient to understand what's in the box. But I do think that there's a much deeper understanding of the story that speaks more about an invitation, an invitation to a world that's undiscovered, to the possibility of something very exciting, a little mysterious, and full of possibility. Well, I was born in Dublin, Ireland, and I grew up in a culture where storytelling was really the way people speak. 
And not just being Irish, but actually being fourth generation Irish Jewish, a joke that it kind of made me predispositioned, you know, genetic predisposition for being a storyteller. But the truth is, it's just so much steeped in our culture. This idea that lessons are told in story, conversations are had in story, and every moment has the potential for story that doesn't just speak about the past, but extrapolates lessons and learnings about the present and the future. And it was always clear to me that we understood our place in the world by virtue of the story that was being told. Um, and so every story, to me, it was just almost automatic to think about, well, what does that mean? What does that mean in this specific moment? But what does it mean in the context of other things? And so when it came to telling stories for business, it became very clear that there are many, many lessons. So stories have a structure, you know, a start, middle and end. We know that about stories from when we're children, that that's the structure. But what people don't always tell us is that that structure doesn't always exist in order and sometimes pieces are missing. And we see that in movies and we see it in literature. And I think the Brothers Grimm knew that by leaving out the end of the story, by essentially stopping the story in a particular moment before there's any conclusion or we know what's really there, it invites us into the potential. It invites us into the possibility. And that to me is why this is such a beautifully appropriate story at the start of something that suggests the unknown, that suggests possibility to something much, much bigger. And I love this in the context of business and particularly entrepreneurship, because most entrepreneurs have a vision. They have a vision of something that's almost out of reach. It's not quite possible. That's why there's so much uncertainty in entrepreneurship, because this vision seems almost unreachable. And it's almost like this, you know, I see it like this treasure in the box. Could this box really have treasure that's so wildly beautiful and so amazingly magical. We don't know. The Brothers Grimm allow us to imagine. They allow us to envision something outstanding, which is essentially what we do in business. When we start a business or we have an entrepreneurial activity, we think about something that's just beyond what's possible. We begin to build something that's almost unimaginable and we have to, you know, we can't see it. It doesn't exist yet. And so we have to just imagine it and then we have to put some shape around it and we have to create it. And so by not giving us the end of the story, it allows us to move forward into imagination and into possibility and to begin to put shape into what's possible, which is exactly what we do in business. We imagine the unimaginable, we move forward into something that hasn't quite been made or seen or done yet, and then we begin to trace the path. And in this case, we begin to open the box. We put the key into the lock and we open it up. And in that moment of what's possible, then anything is there. Anything could be there. I think entrepreneurs in their nature have to be able to see the unimaginable or else they just repeat whatever else exists. And entrepreneurship is creating, it's usually creating something that isn't there yet. So... It certainly isn't there yet in their own career or in their own life. And I think this speaks to something more that's in the story, which is there are so many questions in the story. 
questions that we almost miss or we could very easily miss because it seems like a simple story about a boy who finds a key and opens a box. But this boy, you know, even the description, he's a poor boy. And I often wonder, you know, is he poor meaning he doesn't have money or is he poor meaning he's in pain or, you know, he's been forced to go out. So this is not somebody decides to go out and find wood. This poor boy is forced out into the snow. He's frozen with cold. And despite the fact that he's been forced out, and despite the fact that he was so frozen with cold, he chose not to go home at once. He chose to light a fire and warm himself. And I ask myself, why does he make that decision? If you're so cold, why would you not run home as fast as possible? He has the wood. He has the wood on the sledge. He's ready to go home and to perhaps light the fire at home, but he doesn't. He chooses to stay there. And that speaks to me of something not right at home. And I think that in business, in entrepreneurship particularly, oftentimes we try to create something better. We try to take something that's not quite working, either in a system or for us, and create something better. Many people who find themselves starting a business do so because they're disillusioned with their jobs. They're disillusioned with their careers. They've been in a career for many, many years, and they found that they don't want that anymore. They don't want to work in the organization anymore. They don't want to work in the job anymore. They want freedom. They want to have a different kind of impact. They want to stop where they are and create something new. And I think that speaks to this almost um, dissatisfaction that's described in the story. And so he clears the ground. You know, he clears the ground. He makes a new surface. Like we do in entrepreneurship, we create something brand new. We clear the ground. We get rid of what was there before. And we create a clear patch in order to find the space for something new. And in this case, for the fire, the thing that's going to warm us, the thing that's going to fulfill us, the thing that's going to basically create the warmth that was lacking, if I take this story very metaphorically. And in that space of something new, in that space of the warmth, of the nurturing ourselves, he finds a key. And that key is just such a beautiful symbol of possibility, like the golden key that opens up something. And it's not just any key. It's not an old, rusty key. It's not a big, chunky key into a garden gate. It's a tiny golden key. And that in itself is just such wonder and such magic. And so very often in that place that we clear in entrepreneurship, you know, we clear that space for something new. We find this tiny golden nugget, this tiny beautiful idea that has potential. And then if we can find a way to put it somewhere, to do something with it, we can open up this possibility. I mean, it's just such a wonderful metaphor for the process we go through as entrepreneurs to build something brand new. The power of the story, as is the power of any story, is to recognize yourself in the story. And so the most powerful story is the one that the listener hears something in that story and recognizes a part of themselves that either they've forgotten or perhaps they didn't even know existed. And so as you listen to the story, you can recognize yourself in the boy who has sought to find something new, who has gone out into the freezing cold, who has cleared space and found something magical. And it's almost like to reignite that passion, to reignite the possibility and the wonder that comes in the moment of opening the box. Because what happens in the reality of entrepreneurship is that 
there's a lot of ups and downs in the road, and we can sometimes forget the vision. We can forget the possibility. We can forget the passion and excitement in that moment where it all becomes possible. And so I think the power of the story is to reconnect us to that spirit of adventure, that spirit of imagination, that spirit of we can do that thing that seems almost impossible. We can discover and create that thing that is almost unreachable. And we're not alone in that journey, that there are many of us out there walking through the snow, (laughs) trying to find the vision that we once had that perhaps we lost, or perhaps we're finding a hard time believing in it at times. And so I think the story reminds us of our journey, it reminds us of our possibility and our vision and our imagination. And most importantly, it connects us to ourselves and to the other people who are on the same journey. I'm Lisa Bloom, and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes Making It, Just Between Coaches, and Course Lab. So you don't miss the episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And when I think back to my childhood in Ireland, I think of Maureen Potter in the Gaiety Theatre. She used to say, if you like the show, tell your friends. And if you didn't, keep your breath to cool your porridge. (laughs) But what I'm going to say to you now is, if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.